Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks bringing you locked on Clippers every other weeknight? Close. Every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, coming at you 7 a.m. Kill some windshield time. Make us your first listen. Let's figure out how the Clippers can get past this Magic team. Absolutely. The Clippers are taking on the Magic. It's a noon 30 game, oh, yeah. which is always a funky time for the Clippers. But we'll talk about what we need to do well to win that game, as well as what could go wrong. And then in segment two, look, the standings in the Western Conference are incredibly tight. Yes. You have four through eight, basically separated by like a game and a half. So I thought it might be pertinent to dig into some clutch stats. Oh, everyone's favorite. And most importantly, the clutch stats of the Pacific Division. Who's the clutchest team? <laughs> uh, and then in shavings, which is just where we wrap up everything else. Happy birthday to Eric Bledsoe. Interesting Twitter ad for Luke Kennard and American Express, which yes. we'll talk about. And then it's Friday. Every single Friday, we bring you a love, Mary quarantine. Basically, we're ranking something arbitrarily related to the Clippers, and we're either loving it, we're marrying it, or we're quarantining it. And this one is all about party ideas for Brandon oh, yeah. Boston Jr., a couple of historic nights, one in the G League, and his kind of coming out party mm -hmm. uh, in the NBA. So all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so it's Clippers versus Magic, 1230 at Staples, I guess. I'm still not used to the new arena name. We got to let you know this episode is brought to you by Truebill. It's a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals for you. Uh, there's going to be no Jalen Suggs for the Magic in this one. He's got something going on. Unsure about the Clippers injury report as of right now. We're recording this 5.53 p.m. on, uh, on Thursday. Thursday. Do we think PG sits? So what do we what do we want? What do we want here? It's it's really interesting. Like Paul George, if that like elbow contusion is as serious as it appeared where, you know, he was trying to put up shots and, yeah. and, and it was like too painful One for there. him to continue. Um, I would hope that he sits it out. I'm kind of going to be looking in this one, too, as far as rest. Like, what are we doing with Serge? I'm guessing he's probably out for this one. Does Batum play? He was clutching that ankle pretty hard. Yeah, uh, he returned to play, but yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, he has been on a minutes restriction. For you sure. do want to ease him back in. I mean, they yeah. have had two full days of rest, to their credit, by yeah. the time, you know, by the time they'll be playing this game. Um, but yeah, I like when we were starting to put our notes together for this preview, it, it did really start to get me wondering, like, yeah. are we going to have, like, a bunch of notable absences in this one? I kind of hope so. I don't know. It's a 12-30 game against the Magic. Like, if guys need rest... Let them rest. It, this is a funky game to kind of try and preview, but what yeah. do you think we need to do well in this one uh, in order to get a dub? Three points. Um, the Magic give up 22 free throw attempts a game to their opponents which is top five in the league for opponents. But somehow teams are only shooting 74% from the line, which is bottom three against the Magic. I don't get... This is, has to be a pure luck stat. Yeah, that's definitely Magic like some... Magic aren't doing anything to... Dis, they're not like, like the best distractors. That's like some extreme variance. Maybe it's uh, it's probably the humidity there in Orlando. Sure, that makes sense. 
Uh, the Clippers hit 80% of theirs on average, so let's just hope we stay average. We're going to get to the line, and if we are shorthanded, we need these free points. Yeah, and we have been doing a, what I feel like is a pretty good job taking care of the free throw advantages against the against the Lakers. Yeah. And then we did our best against the Celtics, but no Paul George definitely will always affect that. Another thing we need to do well is just sort of execute the offense with you know, a baseline level of proficiency. No I think matter that, who's out there. Yeah, I think that might be enough to uh, propel us past the magic if the defense stays where we know it yeah. can be. Magic have won five games this year. Yeah. As of this record. Uh, the Pistons have won less and have notably beat the Clippers. Sure. Uh, look, this offense thing, like it, it gets a little bit more complicated if we are sitting guys. Still don't know that that's going to be the case, but in the matinee start time, it's always a crazy wrench into the Clippers system. Yeah. Uh, but like looking at who's going to need to step up in this one, I mean, Reggie is probably undoubtedly going to get to that 18 points a game kind of number. My question is like, what will the efficiency look like? That's a good call. And I like that you put, we actually also technically beat the Pistons. Um, 107.96. So oh, that's right. I think we'll be, I think we'll be okay. No, I don't know. Um, I, li- I love what you put that he will get like 18 points because that's going to happen. He's probably going to get a handful of assists. What are the turnovers going to look like? Um, we just need we need Reggie to kind of be a different efficiency than he's been recently. Well, it's interesting because like I have been complimentary, you know, like he's kind of ended up in our things we didn't like from the last couple of game recaps, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm not trying to get down on the guy because I, I do appreciate... Trying to light a fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to light a fire. So I have appreciated though that he's kind of rounded out his game a little bit. Like we have seen um, some, okay, rebounding. Like that's never going to be Reggie Strong soon. I'm not asking for it to be. Right. But the facilitation numbers have taken a jump up. Makes sense. He's not splitting ball handling duties. So I do uh, sort of commend him there. Uh, But yeah, like, look, man, Reggie provides one thing for this team and I need him to provide that one thing. (laughs) Maybe maybe a little bit more efficiently. Fair. Someone who does usually provide things efficiently, Luke Kennard should see... Depending who sits, whatever, he's been kind of on a heater lately. Um, he has been. We'll need that. The thing that I've loved about like this Luke Kennard kind of improved play is like it's still a little under the radar. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he's like teams are sagging off him on three point line, and I he's been in the league for a handful of years. You know what he's there to do, but teams are like, I guess he won't make these. Like absolutely. keep doing it. I guess absolutely. He's like doing it in the way that like you want a role player. To, to step up and do it night in, yeah. night out, right? Where it's like, it does fly a little bit under the radar, but like, you know, we've talked about on this show, like sort of defensively how he is trying to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you'll look at the box score and it's like, oh, Luke had 15 on, yeah. you know, four, like 46% shooting. Yeah. Um, so hopefully th- that definitely will continue. I think like we'll see more attempts for him if anybody is sitting. My question is like, <laughs> oh, one last thing on the starters though. Before I forget, I'd love to see Marcus Morris kind of continue his streak of scoring. We talked about it last game because Morris, over the last four of his five games that he's been back at since injury, have looked really, really stellar. And he's been scoring all over the court. You know, he can catch and shoot. He can kind of post up. He can, you know. Isos that make you kind of cringe a bit, but they go in. I mean, if they're going (laughs) in, like, I'm not mad at it. It seems like he's got his rhythm. He's definitely got the confidence, so. Do we see any young people get run in this So that's what I'm curious about. Like, I want to see what the deal is with the young guns. Like, okay, we all kind of know 
this Clippers team sort of issues with the, you know, like the 1245 start. Yeah. It's a weird time to have a game. I'm sure it throws you off of like your normal training rhythm and everything. Has to. Uh, but like, is this crazy? I th- I'm not opposed to Ty Lue going just full chaos in this one. And maybe, maybe not start them, but maybe getting some of the rotation guys kind of into that rotation a little bit earlier in the game. I mean, Brandon Boston's earned it. Oh, for sure. We're going to need scoring in this game. It has to come from somewhere. We know that Brandon Boston Jr. will at least try. Absolutely. Yeah, He absolutely. Look, if we have multiple people sitting out in this one, I mean, I'd kind of even be open for helping of Keon. Scrub's been on a heater, too. He had like 30 the other day. For August oh, yeah, too. definitely, definitely. I, I mean, and I was pretty impressed. Like, I, Keon definitely kind of turned around some of the negative expectations that I sure. had for him in that, in that last Kings game. But... In that last Kings game, I thought we waited maybe a little bit too long to kind of like, there was like this, I hate to say apathy because I know all these guys want to win games. I know what you mean though. But like, it is a little bit sometimes like just punching the time card. Yeah. Uh, and like, if that's kind of the situation, I'd like to see some of these young guys earlier. Get that spark. Absolutely. For sure. And I expect Brandon Boston Jr. to keep scoring the way that he is. <laughs> the confidence is there. The relationship with the basket we know to be great. Yeah. I also, I posit this. Brandon Boston Jr. is a player <laughs> to me who could probably score five points in a game and it would feel like 20. Just because I'm not of, there yet. Just because of his vibe. And Fair. like the way, and, and honestly, sometimes the way the points are happening. Like, I'm just thinking about that buzzer beater. If that was the only shot that he hit all game, it would feel like he had scored. <laughs> it would feel like he, you know, he had scored 25 points. He would have celebrated like he did. So I think that's what's important. Um, real quick, and what could go wrong? Cole Anthony is capable of going off. He put up 33 versus the Jazz for one of the Magic's five wins as of this recording. Point of attack defense has to be on point. Um, if it is on point, we shouldn't be concerned if our shots aren't falling early. But if we're not able to contain Anthony, you know, and if we give him some confidence, it might get too close. Reggie's going to be on him. Um, and if the defense isn't there, I feel like we'll see Bled, the first guy off the bench for this. Uh, and then we were discussing, this feels like a trap game, but we're not sure if the Clippers My, can yeah. have a trap game My counterpoint based is, on the offense right now. Yes, there's no such thing as a trap game for this Clippers team. They need to play every game, like, you know, every game like they're yeah. fighting tooth and nail because this team, especially with the absences and the health stuff they've already faced, just doesn't have enough depth and talent to take any sort of game lightly. Yes, we got a 1230 Saturday start versus a quote-unquote lesser opponent. This Magic team takes the six most threes, but they only hit 32% of them, oh, which is one of, that's one of those ingredients for a trap game. People have been really crushing on uh, Franz Wagner lately. He's averaging 14, four, and three. He can shoot well from the outside. He's a big dude. He does a lot of good things. Oh, yeah. Um, also, his Twitter handle is Franz Boogie, which is a fun time. Um, so, yeah. And speaking of bigs, like, they have a big front court that yeah. they run out there. Like, they essentially have two centers in their starting lineup in Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. Ty Lu sort of mentioned uh, down the stretch in that Celtics game that he didn't like that the that the Celtics were getting dunks on dunks. Yes. And that's, like, a smaller kind of a, a, a team in that front mm-hmm. court. Uh, so hopefully we don't see more of the same there. Um, and then also just shout out Gary Harris, who's starting now for the for the Magic, <laughs> and he has experience, you know, with this team defensively, having sure. played, you know, some playoff battles. 
Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. Absolutely, we're gonna yeah. be at this game. Yeah, what's gonna be sweet? Uh, yeah. As fans, come As by, fans, come by, check us I gotta out. actually yell at a game for the first time in a while. Yes, we're gonna be cheering. We're gonna be jeering. Yeah, my mom's gonna be there. Maybe knock back a couple. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Things I don't might know get crazy. Uh, coming up, we're gonna be talking the most clutch teams in the pack div, but we gotta give another shout out to Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Why? It's a business scam out to get you. Oh, no. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subs. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subs in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Okay, so we're back. And every single Friday, we kind of like to take a look at the Pacific Division and just kind of looking at how tight everything is in the Western Conference standings. I kind of wanted to take a look at the most clutch teams yeah. in the Pacific Division. Look, let's. I we got to preface this with something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do clutch stats matter? Okay, so <laughs> it's a fair question. Yes and no. And the thing that you're going to see on here is that there is a team that is playing very, very well that has played less clutch games, unsurprisingly, exactly. than yeah. every other team. Which is like the Clippers division. that year. Everyone was like, their clutch stats are bad. It was last it's year. Like, yeah, we don't have as many clutch. We minutes. had played like two or three clutch games. Yeah. Um. And look, the only reason that I'm bringing this up, like, it's not the be all end all stat. Would never pretend that it was. Sure. But with things, you know, kind of in this one and a half Jammed game, yeah. like separation between four and eight, every single one of these wins takes on a little bit more importance. Yeah. In my mind. Fair, yeah. Um, Weightier. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you, you want to take a look? Yeah. Who, who do we want to start with? Let's start with... Should we start with the Clips? I mean, yeah, let's start with the Clips. The, this is a Clippers podcast. Yeah, the, Clippers podcast. Uh, the Clippers, honestly, pretty decent so far in the clutch. I would probably put them at second in the Pacific. And the division. clutch is last five minutes. The game with his in is five within points. five points. Right. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, Clippers win percentage, chill sixty nine percent. Okay. In in those clutch games, All right. the, that record is nine and four. And net, the the net rating is plus two point one. Okay, you, know, you can feel however you want to feel about box plus minus. I don't care. This is just a nice baseline. In five stat. minutes, I think it makes a lot of sense. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and so with all of these, I kind of want to take a look at like the most clutch player too. Mm -hmm. uh, so can I guess who it is? Who is it? Uh, Paul George. Absolutely. Yes. Uh So Paul George in the clutch, uh, which you know is that limited five minutes. He's averaging two and a half points. About uh, one rebound and one assist. Okay. Uh, the splits are incredible. He's shooting 52% from the floor, 40% from three. Good clutch stats. His net rating is a plus 2.1, which you <laughs> will notice mirrors the net rating Shocked of the entire team. Yeah. Net rating for individual players gets a little bit tricky. We're, once again, we're he's just, just also on the floor for any clutch minute. So yes, it's definitely. not surprising that his clutch rating is the. It's going to be the exact the same. Yes, yeah. definitely. And that's something like I just preface because we are going to be talking about the net ratings of individual players, which is kind of like a team stat broken down. Well, it there's a, net. It gets a and little. Then there's net. It gets net. a little messy, but it's like just a baseline comparison. For sure. You know, it's just a nice little. Yeah. 
just an, data, data point data point yeah. exactly exactly another like honestly though looking at because i sorted these sort of by the best plus minus per player batum has been a plus minus god unsurprisingly in the clippers yeah. clutch minutes uh he's plus 3.8 almost double uh paul george's net rating which once again and he stat. has been out for a couple games. Team stat. He was out for and a handful Batum of games. And also, notably, has been on the floor when Paul George is there in clutch minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I just bring this one up because, like, I would say that Batum is what? Our second most important player in the clutch? He, he's our second most important player in general. But in the clutch, I feel like, I feel like the stops... To me, the stop. You need his defense in the clutch. You need his versatility. You need his cuts as well to the baseline. You need his passing. I'd agree. He's the second most important clutch player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk a lot about points scored, but I mean, stops are in my mind actually the most important kind of clutch shot. Sure. Unless we're looking at that Mavs overtime where the Clippers didn't. Right, score we don't gotta. We don't, yeah. we don't gotta go. All right. So who who are we going with next? All right. Let's go. Let's go with the Suns, who I think are by far and away so far the best clutch team in the Pacific Division. All right. Yeah. Uh, One of the best records in the league. Same with the Warriors. Their record time. is eleven and one. So twelve <laughs> games, like not exactly a small sample size. Uh, that's win- kind of almost an indictment on their record. Too many clutch games. But Why they're winning the them. Who cares? Yeah, that's fair. Why like if the- they were 500 over the clutch so much, though. <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> their winning percentage is 92% in those 12 games. Their net rating plus 4.3. Very, very good. This one's up for debate. I'm going to say their most clutch player is probably Chris Paul. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Uh, they have a few dudes that they can lean on, but... Uh, you want Chris, Chris Paul is who you want taking those shots. Yes, yeah, <laughs> doing the most. And he has been doing it well. He's plus 4.6 in net rating in clutch minutes. I, like Honestly, DeAndre Ayton is also right up there. Smaller sample size, though, because we know he how clutch he can while. be. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Clippers fans know exactly. Uh, and Chris Paul is shooting 65% from the field, only 33% from three, but like, you know, his, his defense has slipped as he's gotten older, but like he still has, uh, he still has an awareness on that end of the floor that I do think matters in a clutch game and just, you know, the gravity that he demands from a defense. Yeah. Um, is important. Absolutely. And then we got to go with the other. You know, the Pacific Division's top heavy right now. Yes. We got two heavyweights and then Clippers, Lakers in terms of standings and then the Kings. Um, but let's talk about the Warriors. Yes. Yeah, so I would peg the Warriors actually, this is just based on clutch, not anything else, as the third best clutch team um, in the Pacific Division. Their win percentage is about 60%. They're six and four. You'll notice less games sure. than, than everybody else. Uh, their net rating in those minutes is plus 2.1, which is the exact same net rating as the Clippers. Yeah. Um, most cl- clutch player. Look, it hasn't. <laughs> Look, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, there's one answer. Yeah. It's Steph Curry. Come on, Looney. And <laughs> I mean, like, there's other guys who are averaging better plus minus, but like, once again, that's why we kind of talked about this fact up front. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not everything. Um, Steph Curry has been averaging in clutch minutes just under two, one and one, uh, which is similar to Paul George ish. His stats, Steph stats don't matter. In clutch, I, no, it, it doesn't super matter. Um, he has been minus 0.1 in those minutes in is that Steph rain. not clutch next on undisputed. 
Well, the team is six and four, so it is a <laughs> team. Doing it right. is a team yeah. stat. One interesting thing, though, is like how his numbers kind of have dropped in the clutch so far in those minutes. Uh, Steph Curry is shooting 23% from the field and 18% from three. Yikes. Once again, relatively small sample size, 10 games. I mean, that's only two games less than 12 games. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> right, not too crazy. So he's done. Steph yeah. is washed. It's washed. over. Yeah, no, go uh, it's a flash in the pan. It's a decade-long flash in the pan. <laughs> uh, moving on to the fourth best team, or second worst team, uh, okay. in terms of most clutch in the Pacific Division, <laughs> we have the Lakers. Uh, their win percentage right now is at 56% in games that go to the clutch. That record is 9-7. and seven. I was good at 69. Not at all. Uh, they're putting up a net rating of plus 0.4, so you know, just sure. above neutral. Yeah. Uh, most clutch player, it's got to be LeBron. And like that's a big thing. It, the Pactive is funny because there's just players where you're like, I don't care what the stats say, there's two guys in this division, three guys who you're like, they're getting the ball at the end of the game. If you're in a clutch game, and like if LeBron has Four the ball, guys, because there's Chris Paul, LeBron, Steph, and PG, where it's like, yeah, you're getting the ball. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and like if you're the other team and LeBron has the ball in his hands in clutch minutes, like you you feel safe in that lead. Yeah. You feel <laughs> yeah. safe with yeah, that lead. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, the most clutch player is definitely LeBron. Look, Looking at the numbers, again, LeBron has played. He has been really limited so far this season in terms of availability. That's definitely affecting his numbers. Uh, looking, though, just at like the the raw stats, if you will. Sure. Uh, Westbrook is currently the only Laker with a positive plus minus of that big three in clutch games. Yikes. What's the ceiling on a team if Westbrook is your, is your clutch dude? Well, right now the ceiling is... Uh you know, below 500 or right near 500. So <laughs> I think that's what that is. So LeBron has only appeared in seven clutch games. Uh, his scoring, though, it like it's almost doubling everyone else that we've right. mentioned so far. He's averaging about... That makes sense. About 5.3 points and a rebound in those minutes. Now, the efficiency is taking a dip. He's shooting about 39% from the floor, 23% from three. But uh, once again, a limited sample size. I would expect that to bounce back. My thing with, I would still probably keep the Lakers at third or fourth ranked for me in the clutch, but that changes come playoffs, I think. Sure, absolutely. And kind of, honestly, the vibe of the game. There's some games where you're like, well, this is, it's like Steph, too, where it's like, well, this is, we're doomed. Like, this is happening now. And then let's talk about the Kings. Yeah, uh, the perennial fifth place in many of these rankings. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Oh, I, I love. I'm the not Kings. even a Kings fan, but damn, I love the Kings. They're our, they're our sister team, as far as I'm concerned. Our, yeah, the Big Tomato, our up friends up there in the Big Tomato. Yeah. Uh, their win percentage in the clutch is 40. percent They've gone six and nine. Negative net rating, obviously, because they're losing. Something that's interesting that I do actually want to talk about is their most clutch player and. Honestly, I don't know who to give this to, which is kind of interesting because you have both Halliburton and Fox, uh, who are very interesting guards. They're averaging around the same amount of points in the clutch. That's around that like three and a half to four points in the clutch yeah. kind of number. Both sort of negative net um, ratings, uh, which 
is going to happen if your team loses all the time in the clutch. You're not going to have a positive rating unless you're really, really good. Right. Uh, but looking at them, Fox is about a negative 1.1. Halliburton's negative 0.2, so a little bit closer to that kind of neutral number where you want to be. Um, another name, though, that comes up in kind of clutch for the Kings has got to be healed. Uh, I would think because of the shooting, like he has been a positive, actually, Despite the Kings winning record in the clutch, um, he's plus 0.3 uh, okay. in those clutch minutes. His shooting numbers, though, have dipped pretty severely in clutch minutes, which we've seen from almost everybody on this list other than Paul George. Uh, mm, must be something to it. <laughs> and healed in those clutch minutes is shooting 33% from the floor and sub 30% from three. Um, How about this counterpoint? Kings suck. Fair. Fair. That's, that's you gonna, said I was being rough. On the <laughs> that's going to stifle a guy like Buddy Heald, who the Lakers probably should have traded for, and things would be a lot different had they. Um, what do we take away from this? That the Clippers are maybe going to be okay and that the Suns have played too many clutch games? I mean, like, look, I think given... We trust our guys in the clutch. I trust Reggie in the clutch. Like, Reggie's one of those guys where it's like, look, we might need a clutch bucket, and it might come from him. So if I'm thinking about this in terms of, like, long-term like longevity does this matter does this not matter sure. warriors does not matter does not matter at all warriors and the Suns. it's like they're just already so far ahead of everyone in the standings that it's like yeah well i don't care about your clutch stats Suns are great which i think does matter come playoffs because they have had some absences sure uh Fair. yeah okay lakers should feel okay about where they are at they should be terrified considering their absences i feel like the clippers should feel really good uh yeah just considering you know once again we have had Batum and Morris combined for about three games, and one of those where Morris was actually healthy. Right, for sure. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I feel like that's pretty encouraging for the Clippers. Kings, I don't know, man. What? Keep doing you, Kings. Feel, feel good about this. Feel Give good. it to Davion Mitchell more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, his plus-minus numbers were actually really good, but it's a limited sample size, so I didn't bring it up. Bring him to the Clippers in three years. Um, fantastic clutch. Let us know what you think of the Pactive Clutch. Stats over at Locked on Clips. Who's clutch? Who's not? <laughs> Coming up, we're talking Luke Kennard uh, being a brand ambassador for a very interesting brand, as well as a Love Mary Quarantine. But first, Will, Built Bar, talk to me. All right, look, you already know about Built Bar. We talk about it on this podcast all the time. They got so many delicious flavors. There's truly something for everyone. Everybody who knows about Built Bar is really passionate about what their favorite is. You know, they're always putting their dukes up, trying to debate what's <laughs> What'd the you best say to flavor. Me? Peanut butter. <laughs> if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out. They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Ooh, yummy. You want to know what my favorite flavor is? What? German chocolate. Wow. Picking with that Hartenstein. Okay, uh, sure. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best taste, I keep going on and on about the flavors, they're also healthy. Check out these macros for each bar. They each have 17 to 18 grams protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams sugar, and only four to five grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, more importantly. Bill Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, which is pretty neat. And right now we have a very special offer for our listeners. If you go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Bilt.com. And now that you're full of protein, you're, you're pumped up, you're full. Sure. 
How could we maybe win some money? You should go to betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, basketball season, full tip. Everything is going on right now. The Western Conference is very tight. Maybe take those unders on those Clippers uh, total points scored games. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, you know, NBA, NHL, and all our UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the middle of the season. Can you bet on the lockout at all? Ooh, on the CBA for the... You might be able to bet on how long the lockout goes for the MLB. Whew. Also, bet on Kershaw's next team. I would maybe bet on retirement. Go to betonline.ag. You will get a 50% welcome bonus if you use the promo code LOCKEDON on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so we're back with shavings. And, I mean, just kicking things off, we're recording this on... Bledsoe's birthday. Hope you had a good birthday, Eric. Happy it's coming during the two-day week. Yeah. You know, take, enjoy the day. Um, let's talk Luke Kennard's uh, sponsorships. Yes. One of them in particular. What do we got? Uh, so saw a tweet from Luke Kennard today. Excited to check out American Express Times NBA 2K22 experience on Sunday. Very natural sounding. This definitely wasn't copy-pasted. Oh, no, he, he, he wrote yeah, he this wrote definitely this. wasn't copy-pasted from a call to action. Uh, the first ever NBA 2K22 shop is providing access to free locker clothes, locker codes, rather, sorry, for card members and fun activities for all fans. Go to, they got a location. Go 901 West Olympic Boulevard in LA. It's not someone's Okay, house. I'm not shilling for this say. ad. <laughs> I'm not shilling for this ad. So, Luke Kennard is an Amex ambassador. What's he making off this? I, I hope it's good money, though. I hope it's an additional 16 mil. I I'll tell you what. Because he's worth every penny. I don't think he's making an additional 16 mil from this. Um, are you going to go to this event? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I don't care about 2K. You don't want, you don't want a freaking Amex? Only dude? bring it up when I'm mad about what they've done to Paul <laughs> George's rating. How much money? Like, is he, He's probably getting, what, the annual fee waived? Pro I mean, at least. I would hope. Does he have a personal assistant who wrote this tweet? I think that he copy-pasted the call to action that was sent to him in an email. Good for him. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> um, if you go to this, let us know. Yeah. I guess. Also, yeah. If you sign up for an Amex. I'm mad that he doesn't have his own like affiliate link. Like It's not like go.amex slash experience slash Luke Kennard. Ohio B-Ball God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Type in promo code Ohio B-Ball God. <laughs> To get you know ten percent off your your initiation fee, I'm also not even sure how American Express works. I just know it costs a lot to be a member. Uh, well, depending on the level, yeah. Well, the level I'd want to be at would be very expensive. <laughs> It'd be very expensive. <laughs> very expensive. We're talking tens of dollars. I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into Love Mary quarantine. Let us know if you is Luke and I going to be there. If you, anyway, if you're going to be at nine hundred one. He's got to be the best Amex ambassador, right? Except for that time that Jerry Seinfeld and Superman did the commercial. I don't know. There's probably a bunch of Amex ambassadors. Okay, but Luke Kennard's second best to Jerry Seinfeld. and I don't know if I'd put Superman. Jerry first. I'd put Luke ahead of Jerry. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting to Love, Mary, Quarantine. We do this every Friday. This is a fun time. We usually a very serious podcast, as you know, if you listen to this. Very, yeah. you know, we wear all ties business. every time we record. Numbers. Um, numbers, yes. Um, we pick something arbitrary related to the Clippers. We pick one thing to love, one thing to marry, one thing to keep away from us. It is 2021. You can love and marry and keep away 
Um, this one is gifts to get Brandon Boston Jr. after his fantastic opening to December. Had 46 on the G League. Um, is it gifts or I feel like we've kind of evolved into events. celebrations? Celebrations. Yeah. Perfect. 46 in the G League. Gets a career high versus the Celtics at 27. What do the Clippers do to celebrate? Will, what are our options? Uh, so we have a pizza party. You know, classic. Hey. Not knowing what the kids think is hip. Ty Lue, you know, he just gets a reservation and shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah Horrible not pizza. Not mad at it. Yeah. Uh, we also have near beer cheer, which All is right. uh, Clippers throw a kegger, but they do the classic freshman kegger thing uh, and get all the guys who are under twenty one uh, an NA kind classic. of keg. See if they start acting drunk. Yeah, which is interesting. Like I, that is like one of the most interesting social experiments that happened at my high school, and I. It's wish, one. I'll tell you what. It's one of the safest. I wish we would have talked about it more. Uh, anyways, also on the board, <laughs> we just drank beer. Yeah, uh, we have flossed on by Boston. Okay, uh, Boston, if you will, Boston. Yeah, yeah of sure, of course, sure. <laughs> uh, so the Clippers round up everyone who ever doubted or maybe even gave a hard time to Brandon Boston Jr. in high school, and they kind of have to. The, it's it's a two part event. This is a seminar. Uh, in part one, they kind of have to watch a TED talk of Brandon Boston Jr. just talking play-by-play play of every point that he scored in the NBA right. and how successful he is sure. compared to them. Right. Uh, and then the second part of the event is every Clipper also gets Brandon a very lavish gift. I'm okay. kind of thinking about like what James Harden does for a little baby. The honey buns. Yes. And then the $100,000 in a Louis bag. Yeah. Sure. And then all the his you know high school doubters have to watch him open and He's enjoy He's like, oh my God, Paul present. George got me two PS5. <laughs> yeah. Got me a PS10. Um <laughs> All right, I'm loving Flossed On by Boston. I also, I'm going to audible this one. I think he should just bring everyone who lives in Boston to watch this because he just scored 27 points on the Celtics. Yeah, that's fair too. Um, I'm marrying Pizza Party because I think Brandon Boston Jr., his energy is infectious, and I think everyone on the Clippers would have a good time at a Shakey's or something like that in this environment. Also, how great would it be? To this is a Shakey's kind of team. Oh, yeah. They're having this a good time. This is like Shakey's on a Sunday after a game yeah. team. It has that yeah. vibe. Like a good time. Yeah, hey. You Not know. the shitty team where you had to go to Pizza Hut and everyone was no, no one spoke to each other. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't have Shakey's in Montana, which, uh, you know, maybe. I ever, mean, the Pizza Hut buffet is just as good. Right. We had one option back there. Um, and then I'm, I think I'm maybe quarantining near beer cheer. I don't want anyone to feel ostracized. Boo. I don't want anyone to feel ostracized. They don't know. Give them the real stuff. Oh, my God. It's That's supervised. Highly irresponsible. It's just a kegger. Highly, highly irresponsible. As someone who had their first, I never even looked at alcohol until I was 21. Um, I don't know what this would be like, but I think, no, just, have, just give them booze. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I disagree at a team-sanctioned event uh, to giving minors booze. All right, well, okay, coach. Officially. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, what are you going with? Uh, so I'm marrying Floss on by Boston. Okay. Uh, I think that's a great time. Yeah, and that's fair. He deserves it. Young man deserves it. Absolutely. He had yeah. a rough year. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, he deserves to end 2021 on a high note. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot think of a higher note than this. Uh, all right. What do you love it? <laughs> Uh, I'm co-loving pizza party and near beer cheer. I know that we haven't been quarantining things recently, but it's just because oh, COVID's over. It's a good time. <laughs> it's not over. Please be it's safe. Not, Keep yeah, washing yeah, hands. Yeah, Keep yeah, your yeah. booster shot. That was just a joke. Yeah, but I love the idea of this 
I love the idea of like rolling up your little league team. You look over, you got the you got Brandon Buffers Jr. There. doing the air guitar. <laughs> yeah. After. yeah, that's a good time. And then why why are Ty you Lou telling everybody to quiet down? Because yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. a coach always does. And why are you pro near beer cheer? Uh I just love the idea of the social experiment, and I also think that, uh, man, what a crazy have a real beer. What a crazy thing that, like, somehow a twenty-year-old all <laughs> people did. It seems like like almost yeah. every high school like that's that's kind of crazy. Sure, I guess. I'm just saying, just give them the real beer. <laughs> give them a PBR unofficial. <laughs> all right, we got to wrap this thing up. We're going to talk about near beer too much. Monday's episode, we're probably not going to recap the 12:30 game that happened on Saturday. We might though. If it we was might. A, it was a banger. If Keon plays. <laughs> I don't know if that's stipulation. We're going to be doing the Freshies, the Luke Kennard Progress Sport, Terrence Mann Vorp Watch, which has weirdly gotten interesting and just kind of a nice way to talk about Terrence Mann every week. Um, then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, we got to give a, a rest in peace to Slim 400. Um, big loss uh, for the community. Um, Will, if someone asked you, Wait a minute. Where the hell can I listen to a Clippers podcast? Where would you tell them that they could listen to it? So you can check out Locked on Clippers on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works fabulously. Look, we mentioned up top, but we do come at you Monday through Friday. Friday, that's 7 a.m. Pacific, and we would love to have your listen. We absolutely would. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.